Episode four, let's go. <laughs> right, here we go. Oh my God, we've made it to episode four, Hannah. I can't believe it. <laughs> this is... How is that for possible? Some, yeah, for some reason, our audience of three people, maybe it's gone up since episode one. Three um, and a half. Yeah, three and a half is good. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a fair estimate, I think. Uh, for some reason, they're all still with us. It's, you know, it's just amazing when you just kind of, you know, like when you zoom out above the world, like yeah. you're an astronaut, yeah. and just to know that there's at least three people with headphones on <laughs> listening to our podcast in this whole planet. Pretty amazing. That's so pretty beautiful. Amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful and lackluster and all of those things, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Ah, uh, so how was your week? Was your week good? Yeah, it's been it's been okay. It's been fine. Like it's been lackluster. It's been like zooming out into space to look at three people. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, a good I, analogy. Yeah, I, I can't really think of a single thing. Now you've asked me, what have I done this week? Like, I, I did some work. <laughs> yep, that's uh, about the same. About the same for me. Yeah. It's, but you know what? Like those, I don't know. I think that's when, that's a sign that that life's going pretty swell. You know? Yeah, it's definitely. Like, and like, actually, it's it's quiet time. Like, there's no weddings happening. There's you know not a great deal of like. There's it's just it's January somehow, and it's still January. And is it ever going to stop being January? I mean, hopefully oh. by the time this this episode goes out, it will no longer be January. But I'm struggling to believe it. Yes. Yes, because February is like the last month that it's like, okay, we're like once February's done, we're approaching spring and yeah. February has the least amount of days in the month. So it's like you're you're starting to get jazzed up in February to like, yeah. I don't Although know, this just be year, able to go for walks again and stuff. Yeah, you know? but it is a leap year this year. And I know that doesn't actually really make any difference to like what oh, the state it is. is, but it's, we've got an extra day in February this year. I'll be damned. So there's going to be so many people with new birthdays this year. Yeah, exactly. Like that they haven't had what it's what is it? Leap years are every is every, it's four, every four years. Yeah, yeah. It must be. It's so weird just to to be born on a on a leap day. So like, ah, oh, it's got to like, be wild. Yeah, absolutely wild. Because it it like, I mean, this is one of those traditions where like, I'm. Uh, you know, I don't really give a shit about my birthdays and like ages, whatever, you know, but I would imagine if you're born on February 29th, <laughs> like after 40 years, that's pretty trippy to think that like, well, technically, like if we go by the birthday rules, <laughs> I'm, I'm 10, 10 years old. I am, I am yeah, 10 years like, old. <laughs> holy crap. I'm a 10 year old person with a family and career and yeah. Do, doing pretty uh, well. <laughs> what a <yeah>. prodigy. <laughs> I mean that is uh leap years wild anyway. Like yeah. I I've never really read up on it. I just like 
I don't know if it's the same for you. Like I've just known what leap years are since I was a kid. And like, yeah. So my understanding of it is that like every year there's like 365 and technically there's like a quarter day and right. Like rather than give us some insane day, that's only quarter of a day long, they smoosh them all together every four years. <laughs> ah, okay. Okay. Well, yeah, then that I makes, think, uh, like, because otherwise, like, sense. if they totally skipped it out, the seasons would start changing. It would be confusing. So they have to right, put it somewhere. Right, right, Yeah. But well, I think, like, isn't Leap Day probably, like, I feel like it should be something special. Like, there should, it should be a holiday. Uh, we, yeah, we have so many other holidays that are just, I mean, stupid. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, that that don't really, like, in America here, we have, like, like, Flag Day. It's like nobody's ever done it. I can name one time, like even in school, where we celebrated Flag Day. Like, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't. I'm make not even. I don't have heard of it, but I don't know what Flag Day is. Like, yeah, just I, the day for the flag. There's the flag. I guess. I've I've lived here 35 years. I still couldn't even tell you what Flag Day is <laughs> all about. I have no idea. I mean, I'm all about celebrating where people are from and stuff, you know. But like, yeah. I. It's never been a prominent thing, at least where I've grown up. I don't know. It's not like I've my parents were like, "Okay, don't forget to grab your your flag for Flag Day today." <laughs> yeah, no worries. I got it all nicely folded in my my backpack here. We're, and and we're like good. it's it's Flag Day Eve, and there's some poor guy going, "Oh my god, I forgot Flag Day," and he's at the gas station, like, "Oh yeah. man, <laughs> just gonna yeah. grab this cheap flag here. It's looking pretty sad." But I that's <laughs> right. They grab a cheap flag, and then yeah. like you see people outside on, on you know practicing to see how it how it reacts to the wind you know make sure it's going to be good for flag day tomorrow yeah Yeah. and like they give it to their significant other they're like look i didn't you know look it's flag day and like you forgot again didn't you (laughs) (laughs) every year it's the same (laughs) so many so many couples have been split up due to forgotten flag day on on one side of the relationship yeah but i guess it's just it's a symptom of something else is wrong like you're forgetting flag day and it's probably because you're not really truly emotionally invested in the relationship there's some lack of communication there we've solved the issue really yeah 100 (laughs) percent. this is like i uh you know i my parents got divorced and you know they gave us a reason but it could have been the flag day thing you know (laughs) maybe dad yeah you know I'll never, uh, you know, I'll die without knowing no, if I mean, my parents got divorced because of I'm, forgotten flag I'm, day. I, I'm English. My parents are divorced. I still think that might be why. <laughs> one of your parents like really wanted to hop on the american flag day train and uh yeah the other just wouldn't stand for it you know it's it's understandable this is this is the world we live in um yeah no but it would be cool like every every time that leap day comes around like have like a big world party. I mean, how cool would that be? Yeah. Like we just do, do it on do New Year's Eve. Do something you've never done like, before. Like just make yeah. it a day where you seize the day. 
Right. And it's once every four years. So why can't like every country around the world, like, I don't know, every month they throw aside a hundred dollars or something and <laughs> but you, know, you save it up for four years. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I guess it'd have to be more than a hundred dollars because yeah, you'd have to rent out like a, I don't know, a banquet hall or something, but yeah, pretty big. Yeah, I think you could plan something pretty cool if you had four years of planning and yeah, it's like the Olympics. Day. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I would wa- I would probably watch Leap Day celebrations over the Olympics, to be honest. Yeah, I'm just not a big sports guy, so like I'll watch people party though on Leap Day. I wonder what kind of stuff they'd come up with, you know? Yeah, but maybe it could be like Leap Day is when people, like normal people take part in Olympic events. Because a lot of, there's a lot of leaping. There's ah. a lot of jumping. Like, See, like, this is, bam, we are getting good now. Yeah. That is brilliant right there. Because I would watch people who've never pole vaulted before pole vault. Oh, <laughs> 100%. <laughs> absolutely. That would be awesome. Would you, would, if, if. If you had the opportunity on Leap Day one year, well, <laughs> one every four years, yeah. if you had the opportunity to participate in the Leap Day Olympics, would yeah. you Would you pole vault? Would you try it? I mean, as, as long as there's adequate padding everywhere, because that is a terrifying looking sport. Like, how did that evolve? Yes. <laughs> Where I did know. that begin? <laughs> the stuff, yeah, it's 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 so fascinating to look up the origins of things. Like, who who's just like sitting around back in the I don't know like the 14th century or something it's like you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna try to launch myself in the air with this stick I found a pretty good stick (laughs) yeah like it would be awesome to be a fly on that wall just to watch that go down like just be like I can make it over that wall I could. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, gather around and watch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, honey, Peter's trying to do that stick launch thing again. Well, <laughs> let him, let him do his thing. He maybe he'll figure it out. And then, five centuries later, we have pole vaulting. You know. Yeah, but there must be a point where, like, you decide to take up pole vaulting, or you get scouted for pole vaulting. Like, yeah, is, is there someone who goes around <laughs> colleges and they're just like pole vaulting <laughs> you, you scouts? Look like, you look like you could uh, get this stick, run, <laughs> stick it into the ground, and launch yourself into the air. Got try it now for the first time. <laughs> and like to think that that conversation amongst the scout and is prospect is there her prospect the pole yeah. vaulter. This would be completely a normal conversation. And, like, if one of us were, like, a press photographer standing there photographing it, it would be like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like, oh, man, I saw your saw your grip on that on that pole, and the, the angle you put it into the ground is just absolutely incredible. You're such a, a talent. You've <laughs> got like, a na- natural aptitude for this insane sport. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, like, that's a little fragment of the world that probably most likely goes on. Like, you're, but, but you're right. There's prob- like, that's there's happening. track and field scouts, for sure, I would imagine, for yeah, universities. And, and But, like, if you're good at other kinds, like, how do you settle on that is the one kind of jumping that you're going to do as well because there's long jumping there's a high jump there's all the different ones but like (laughs) who gets the stick (laughs) yeah I'm sorry I um I I I only jump with a with a very long stick that's three (laughs) times my height 
Uh, that's the only way I can jump. <laughs> like, oh, no problem. We have pole vaulting. You're in luck. <laughs> Maybe that's how it started. <laughs> that could be. Yeah. They saw someone trying to jump over something that was like 25 feet in the air. And some rando walked up and was just like, try this stick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. All right. There's our there's our pole vaulting chat for. Yeah. Leap day. For the day. Yeah, this is this. We got that covered, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, so we've been chatting a little bit about your exhibition that's coming up, and oh like, yeah, you were talking about how you select your photos to go in that exhibition. Like, how do you, how do you even start? Yeah, it was um, it was kind of tough because I, I like at first I wanted I I this is my first exhibition, so like it's already weird enough going through my own photos to you know show to the public like. Mm in-person viewing, you know? Um, but it was so, I, I originally thought that I wanted to do just like one focused thing. So like it would be an exhibition of the same series that, you know, like, like a lot of art that we see Mm. is. Um, but then I was like, no, you know, I'm going to pick a few different ones. And, um, uh, yeah, so it starts out like I, I had the final meeting last night. We did a walkthrough of where we're going to hang things. And um, so the series starts like the whole exhibition starts off with like a series that I did called Self-Awareness. Um, mm. That's just um, the models looking into like a mirror top table. And it's like, I don't know. The, it was just a very simple idea, self-awareness. It's like, what if this was an AI robot or cyborg or whatever you call them like that that finally sees its reflection for the first time and starts to discover and whatever so it starts off with that and then the whole exhibition you walk through and um you lead up to my way more colorful stuff like Mm. the the sports series and the greenhouse um and a super bloom series that was like the california wildflowers oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to show people, like, and then I'm going to have a few random ones hanging around that are in, like, um, giant square formats that are more like Renaissance-style portraits. Oh, Because uh, I want people, yeah, I thought, like, you know, do I want to show just one series, but I, or do I want to bring people into my world, like, as a whole, like, how my mind works and, mm. like, how I don't just shoot one thing. Right. Um yeah, so I went with that, and then there's going to be a room where I can play, like, some of my short film clips and stuff, like little stories that I made and slideshows. And So, yeah, it'll be cool. It'll be, uh, you know, it's the first thing I've done where it's like, wow, I get to bring the public into my my little world and, like, show show all my weird shit that I love yeah. and my imagination. Because uh, I guess, like, in an in an sort of ideal world, that's what your website would be like. It would be, like, kind of opening the doors to look who you are. But yeah, actually, like, I find when you're picking photos for the website, it's a bit like, oh, who am I trying to market to? And what's, yeah. you know, what, you know what, is, what am I sending across? How am I selling myself? But actually, in that situation where you get to have your own exhibition like that, it can be fully immersive and whatever you want it to be. Yeah. It 100% and like luckily the owners and like so the curator is actually one of my past brides I shot 
her and her partner's wedding uh, like three years ago. And mm. she's still a full-time architect for an architectural firm, but she does the curation for this co-working space slash ex- slash exhibition hall type building that's really mm. awesome. And um, <coughs> the actual owner came in last night and I met him. And um, he was like, oh, I love your work, man. And it's like, you know how it is when someone compliments you, like being the creator, you're just like, oh, like, <laughs> who, me? Well, thanks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, thanks so much. Like, I'm not being humble. That uh, that genuinely makes me feel awkward because yeah. I don't know a response to that. Um, so I just said thanks, you know, and he's like, and hey, man, like you're among a bunch of weirdos here. Like, that's what we all are. So, like, this is the best place to do an exhibition like the people that'll come through are gonna be like you know like you were talking about with the website like who do you market to he's like that's any art shows we have here that's why I have her be the curator because I want it to be stuff that plays with people's minds and you know I don't just want to have a standard art show with someone that like paints flowers or something you Mm. know he's like I want to I I actually want to showcase like local talent that you know, is stuff that people may not have experienced before. So it's, uh, yeah, I just, I honestly just feel really grateful, you know, it's going to be, and it's going to be fun. Like I'm really looking forward to it and it's not a massive undertaking, which I like. It'll be about 35 prints or so hanging around this space and it'll stay up for the month of March. And, um, yeah, honestly, I'm just looking forward to like opening night and seeing who all comes through and yeah, and and like you never get to see like, like I mean I'm crap for like I never print my own work so like oh, I'm excited God, enough either. if there's like a magazine and there's one or two pictures in there I'm just like wow this oh, yeah. is so good <laughs> why don't I print my work but to Absolutely. actually like have have it around you and surrounding you in big prints and like that's going to be amazing. Oh. Yeah, it's going to be because I have like there's the newest wedding venue in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, The two owners are friends of ours now. And like they actually bought two of my fine art prints off me. And one of them's printed like five foot by eight foot, I think. Oh, my God. And I saw that for the first time last month and just uh, was absolutely blown away. I was just like. Oh my God, all of us photographers need to print one photo in super large format and just see it because yeah. it is <laughs> it is awesome. I was like, I know this is my photo, but like it could almost be any photo and just something that big is just so impactful. Like, yeah, it's just like, holy shit, this print is humongous and it's awesome. And uh, yeah, so you're it, it, it's going to be you're exactly right. It's going to be something that. Because I've only seen two in person of my photos in print, you know? Yeah. And as photographers, like, yeah, most of us are the the fucking worst at printing off (laughs) our photos. (laughs) Like, so bad. Unless it's for a sample album or, like, sample products, you know? Like, yeah. Just you don't you don't ever see it or like you see it on the worst possible format, which is like your phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny because like even on the phone, like I upload a photo to Instagram and I like zoom in and check. And it's like, dude, this is the biggest someone's going to see us on Instagram is like a 10 inch iPad. <laughs> like you you'd be all right. Just hit post, <laughs> you know, like, gosh. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Like I. I've always been the type where I don't want to, like, 
I don't want to put myself in a position where I'm just kind of doing the same type of shoots over and over. And then at the same time, like the same part of the industry over and over. So it's like, yeah, I want to try exhibitions. I want to try shooting commercial stuff. Mm. Uh, I want to try shooting more editorials. So like, yeah, I'm just ready to dip my feet in anywhere I can in the industry to see where it leads. Cause we all know how powerful like networking is, but oh, definitely, yeah. when it's networking like this, where it's like just truly casual and like, yeah. you're just hanging out with people like it, that's always the best when it turns out that way. Cause you make real connections with people and it's not like a networking event, you know, where you walk in with name tags and feel no. weird. And no, that makes me feel anxious just thinking about it. I'm, I'm not oh, good at, yeah. I'm not really not good at networking. Like I did like, a, it was like networking workshop, which was in yeah. hindsight, a really bad idea. Cause I know I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like, tell people three impressive facts about yourself. Like instead of saying uh, hello. <laughs> yeah. Like I, you feel like you have to put on a performance or something. It's just like, what? Like why, why can't we sit down and just have like, a chat over coffee or some shit like I don't I don't ever want to feel like I have to put on this this business facade no it's not because I want to yeah like I don't know and that's like I mean for people like you and I that have like higher anxiety and stuff I think like you know obviously in our minds it's way bigger than we're thinking but at the same time like I don't want to walk into a networking event with this idea of like Okay, who can I scrounge up business from? No, <laughs> like, oh god. No, I want I just want to meet people, you know? Like <laughs> and if we connect like cool as hell, you know, but I like I'm not walking in there with any expectations at all. No. But yeah, I'm not yeah, I'm just terrible at that and in general like not good at conversation. I start feeling anxious within a few mm. seconds of an interaction with new people and I just want to be like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm actual yeah. trash. <laughs> so sorry for wasting your time. I'm gonna gonna go and get in a bin now. Bye. <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, that's why I like uh like I mean uh, sorry, listeners, I still smoke cigarettes. I'm an idiot. But, like, uh, that's probably when I make my best connections because, like, if I go outside and there's two or three other people there, it's like, okay, this is a, this is a situation where I can, like, we're all smoking, we're all yeah. dumb because we're doing this. Yeah, we've, we've immediately like, got that in common. <laughs> yeah, it's like, here's our common denominator. It's like, yeah, it's cold out here, huh, guys? Why do we still do this? Yee. <laughs> then they throw their cigarettes out and immediately walk back inside. And I'm left out there in the cold. I know. And then no. new friend is gone forever. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know, but it is like a... Networking is one of those strange things because it can, like, it takes one person that could shift your entire career, life. Like, I, I mean, it's 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 wild. Like, the so the building owner was telling me last night that, like, him and a buddy in college, like, started, like, they reached out. They were renting a space from the building they're, they're in now. And they reached out to their landlord and pitched this co-working space idea. So they got, like... The deal they worked, he said, was they got free rent for a year on the building and they filled it up with people and said, you get three free months to work here. And then after that, it's X amount of dollars. 
And he's Ooh. like, literally in a month and a half, the place was filled <clears> up. And then after the three months, there was a waiting list for the next the next companies that wanted a space in the building. And I'm just like, see, that's all. That's all just because these two guys had idea of just like, I don't know, let's go pitch it to the landlord, you know? Yeah. And the landlord's like, what do I have to lose? This building's been sitting empty for X amount of years, so might as well try it. And now it's this awesome space, and now they have, like, they're working on two other buildings they just bought. And, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just cool to hear stories like that. Yeah, definitely. I need somebody to do that in Derby, where I live. Uh, like I don't know if I've I don't know if I've told you this before, but I went to there was a co-working space. I was looking for one, and I saw one advertised that was in Derby. And I thought, ah, oh, great, perfect. I'm going to go along and have a look. And yeah. um, it turned up at this really like like municipal looking building, and uh, <laughs> went in. This woman with a clipboard met me. And took me through this maze of corridors. And uh, she went, OK, the space is through here and swung open the door. And it was like this box room with no no windows, <laughs> nobody oh. in there, <laughs> empty desks, <laughs> like and one swivel chair in the middle of the room. And I was like, oh, OK, uh, like, it's so to... When <laughs> when do the co-workers come to co-work? Because uh, like, I've seen all of these places that are in, like London and Leeds, like like sure. my friend Shelley Richmond, she runs a few places that look incredible. And I had it in my mind, I'm going to meet so many cool creative people, I won't have to work on my own anymore. And she just went, well, most people just use it as a postal address uh, for their business. <laughs> no no one ever comes we've got we've got like 20 people but they never come because they just use it so they can have an address so. oh what a yeah what a wonderful uh way to advertise a co-working space then you know it's yeah oh nobody ever shows up yeah so yeah I, that's what uh, yeah but she, that's what she and she's just thought that you know that's what most people do maybe that's what I wanted to do and it was so, like I had to feign interest for about 20 <laughs> yeah. minutes while she took so me around like awkward like showing me oh and these were this is where the post boxes are and you can see all these names of really interesting <laughs> businesses on that <laughs> I'm like oh I wonder what uh, they're like <laughs> and I I'll will never, never get meet to meet them, them. yep <laughs> Yep. And some of them are probably like shell companies for something. You know, yeah. they're just like laundering money or some shit. <laughs> like business ink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what like. So this guy was telling me like the so the the newest building they bought, like included a a bar on the bottom level that they they took over ownership of that was closed for a while, I guess. And they're turning it into a coffee bar slash actual bar like once the afternoon kicks in mm. and i was like boom there you go i was like see as someone that's self-employed like there are only certain cities i've been to that are like that and yeah. i would spend from 8 a.m until 6 or 7 p.m working there all day because Definitely. i could have lunch and then have a beer and then i could go back to coffee if i wanted to and then have a cocktail later like i'm like that is I will promote the hell out of that. Like that's a that's an awesome space for entrepreneurs and people that are self-employed, you know? Yeah, definitely. But does it have one swivel chair? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh yeah, you have to rent it out. There's a big <laughs> big waiting list for for the swivel chair. Uh yeah, some of the some of the spaces though, like when they do their furniture choices, I'm like, "Man, you're going for aesthetics over comfort." Like 
Oh, nobody definitely. wants to nobody wants to sit in a in a plastic molded square chair with no cushion on it and work. Like it sounds awful. No. <laughs> it's like sitting on the hood of a car with the hood resting on your back working. <laughs> like that's no. Nobody wants to sit in that thing. Like Think about the people that are going to use the space, you know? Yeah, it's like how standing desks in, like, principle, you're like, hey, this is going to be great. I'm going to do so much standing. I'm not going to notice I'm standing. And I'm going to be stood and I'm going to stand at my desk. And then, like, I got one and I set it up, like, so it was the right height for me, got all set yeah. in, and like within five minutes, I was sitting back on my sofa with my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is untenable. You have to stand all the time. <laughs> Who am I? Like, I'm just going to stand here on my actual legs. Like, <laughs> did you, like, do you, so did you get the ones that, like, um, you can lower it back down to like a sitting desk where you could, like, it's adjustable? Yeah, but it's still too high. <laughs> Is it? Okay. Because like, like, I, I thought theory, about getting one because I do like, I do understand the benefits of like, obviously not sitting in a chair for, uh, you know, a, a long length of time. But also I feel like I would be you. It'd be like four or five minutes in. It's just like, no, nah, this ain't my jam. Like, this ain't it. I'm like, I know I'm like, maybe like I'll stand at the desk and as a result, perhaps I'll live longer. But at what cost? Yeah, I mean, especially, (laughs) yeah, for me, I immediately go to like the justification of like, uh, you know, is it going to make me live longer? Like I'm, I've already been smoking for a very long time. Uh, I think I'm past the standing (laughs) desk stage (laughs) to improve my health probably. Uh, yeah. And then it's like, then you have the inner chatter on the other side, you know, this like, well, you could quit smoking, you know, shut up, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah I'm the, I'm the same like because I, I also unfortunately I'm a smoker and um but the thing is that I like to do it and that's a real problem yeah <laughs> I, the same like, like there I, I, I don't know if you went through a phase where like so once my brother quit like this was probably over a decade ago now like he told me, he was like, you're fully addicted. And I would come up with, you know, no, I'm not addicted. I just do it because, you know, I enjoy it. And like, and now I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, I've, I've been addicted for the longest time. Like it's an obvious chemical addiction for me, <laughs> but, it, but I'm the same as you. I, I genuinely enjoy doing it. And that is frightening and terrible because mm-hmm. it's so stupid. <laughs> no, it is. It's really bad. Don't start. Don't <laughs> absolutely not. Like I started smoking in my late twenties. Like, <laughs> oh really? In, yeah. <laughs> what happened was, and this is ridiculous. I started therapy, and at the same time as starting therapy, I started smoking as if it would somehow balance out. <laughs> oh wow! Wow. <laughs> like, like I something, mean, I, something very very good <laughs> and something very I very bad. See, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could see the enticement in that though. I mean, I, I you know, it's it's yeah, if you're going through rough times and stuff like you yeah. you almost grab at anything, right? No, like yeah. I mean, I could see that. 
And I've clearly just watched too many, like, movies <laughs> in which, yeah. like, therapy is somebody lying down on a couch smoking and that's fine right. and that's, like, what the process is. Somehow that was embedded into my consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see you. I'm, I'm doing this zoom out above Earth again and I can see Hannah Millard walking into her first <laughs> therapy session with a lit cigarette laying down in her late 20s and the therapist <laughs> looks at you and is like, yeah, so you can't smoke in here. Um, <laughs> go ahead and put that out. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, d- yeah. <laughs> I've never smoked before. <laughs> like, yeah, Going yeah, through rough times. <laughs> <laughs> it just seemed the thing to do. <laughs> okay, let's open with how you just started smoking before you walked in here. Um, yeah. Uh, so self-destructive tendencies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can see I can see a little hint of that in you, maybe. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, for me, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum where I so I'll be 36 in a couple months. So I've been smoking. Um, let's see, over half of my age, oh. I've been smoking for that long. Like I, so that hit me. Oh man, yeah. It it's great. I started so young. Um. Because, like, when I was 11, 12, like, I have an older brother. So, like, his friends would come around. And obviously, this isn't their fault in any way. It's just, like, they were around. Mm -hmm. And I made the choice to, like, try and look cool. And then, yeah, everything kind of took off from there, you know. Then I found out how to get my own cigs. And, oh, God. (laughs) It's so dumb. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Because now I, like... Like, I don't know if if, if this... Like, you you have kids, so I'm sure you feel this probably even more than... But, like, if I drive past a high school or something, like, if I'm on my way home from a job and I see, like, the kids that are, like, 16, 17, 18 walking out of school, I'm like, they look like they're 12. Yeah. Like, did I look like that when I was a senior in high school, like, 18? And then I think back to, like, oh, my God, what about when I was 13 with a cigarette hanging out of my mouth? Look like an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Look like a total idiot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No wonder my parents were like, this whole mohawk phase is just a thing right now you're going through. Like, no, it's not. It's like, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. I I don't know. It's, It's wild to think about, like, yeah, I don't know. Me and my friends always talk about, like, Cause like we, we all grew up and went to the same high school, obviously. And a couple of them still live around where the high school is. And they like, anytime we meet up for drinks, it's just like, I drove past St. Charles West again. Like, do those kids look like they're 11? Like, so then like, we'll pull up like yearbook photos of ourselves. And it's like, wow, we did look like little freaking kids running around. Like that's what we were. Yeah. But it's crazy. It's like when you start high school. All of the oldest kids look like grown-ups, like proper grown-ups. Oh, big like, time. Yeah. Look like pro athletes and shit. It's like, <laughs> you're humongous. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. And then, like, what what category does that put our parents in, right? Because it's like, we, we show up to high school for the first year, and you look at the older kids, and you're like, man, they are old. And then it's like, well, what about parents? And what no. about, like, your grandparents? Like, they're in a completely different dimension then. Yeah, definitely. But I'd like, I think that's kind of necessary. Like you go through that stage where you think kind of your parents are real, like proper grown ups. They know everything. 
Yeah. And then, like, you get to the age that they were when they had you, and you're just like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't know shit. Yeah, there's <laughs> no way they had any idea what they were doing. Yeah, no way. Yeah, it's a it's such a wild thing to think about. Um, and I'm sure, like, even, like, you have a completely different perspective on it than I yeah. do because you actually, you are a parent now, and, like, I'm sure, uh, I mean, I just can't even imagine, like, because I know myself and I'm just like, wow, I don't know if I'd be able to handle it. But then I see my friends that have had kids, I thought the same thing. And they just, yeah. in an instant, they were like, as soon as I saw my child born in the hospital, I was like, something just clicked in their heads. And they were just like, I'll do anything I can to make sure this kid has the great a great life the best yeah. life and I mean I, I feel like that's true to an extent but like my experience of it was just like like my eldest was born and I was just really spaced out because I'd had loads of like pain relief <laughs> and I was just yeah, like sure oh my god this is a baby like what do I do with this baby can I pick this baby <laughs> up should I put this baby down like <laughs> who let this happen <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's it's completely logical, though, you know, it's like you can you could I, I would imagine it's one of those things that and, and we've all read about it where it's like you could try and plan all you want. But like you don't you don't know the mental capacity you have like once it once you see it born, like yeah. I don't mean to call it it, but you know what I mean? Once you see the baby born, like uh, it just it has to have such an impact on you and. Oh, man, I can't imagine, like, seeing your own child for the first time and you're just, like, the love, too. Like, yeah. It was just so, it was really, it's a surreal experience. And, like, the weird thing is, as they get kind of, as they get older as well, and you start seeing their personality and they have their own take on the world. And some of it's uh, so beautiful and simple and naive, but some of it's really, like, mind-bending and incredible. And oh, I bet. It's just so... It is. It's it's a really weird experience. And, oh, yeah, I can't think of what that, I was to say. That, other than that has weird. to be the... That has to be the coolest part, though, being a parent. Like, when you do see them start to form their own... Like, become their own person, because they are. And, like... It it just has to be awesome. Like I tell yeah. my friends all the time, like it has to be so cool that your kid is like eight years old now and you've seen them go from not knowing how to say anything to having full on conversations with you. Like, yeah, just that's but like that has to be so fucking cool. Yeah, and, uh, it's it's really awesome. Like but at the moment, like. So my younger, my youngest, uh, mm. she, <laughs> we uh, we went to pick her up from school, and um, and her teacher said no, uh, amazing art club after school club, and uh, yeah. she just she'd just taken it upon herself to <laughs> to fill out all the all the consent forms <laughs> and <laughs> sign herself up. She didn't tell anybody. I'm like, now that's what she does. That's just what she does every Monday afternoon now, guys. Like, you know, she just yeah. she's in art club now. She's just decided that's what she's gonna do. I mean, there's you know what though? Like, there's an assertiveness to that though, right? Mm. Where she's yeah. just like, you know what? I'm 
I'm doing this shit, you know, <laughs> and I think that's a that's like a powerful fucking thing. Like, yeah, like you guys can work around me, but <laughs> yeah. going to art club. <laughs> yeah, hey, I didn't tell you guys any of this shit, and I took care of all the permission forms and stuff. <laughs> um, this is something I wanted to do, and. I'm doing it. Can't deal with I mean, it. you can think of, I mean, there are so many worse things she could have signed herself on to, you know? No, definitely. Art club. That's, that's awesome. But the feeling of you get to the school to pick her up and she's not there. It was, oh. it was like just really hard. Like, oh my God, what's happened? And you're thinking, like, how did, how, what's, what has occurred? And it's no, it's yeah. just, it's just that I've decided to take up an art class. <laughs> Yeah. Do I need to call do I need to call Liam Neeson and see if (laughs) we can hire him to rescue our daughter? Like what's going on? (laughs) Hello. She's just an art club. Oh thanks, Liam. Thanks, Liam. (laughs) I wanted to talk about something else, but I forgot what the hell it was. Oh, I hate that. Our brains are so damn weird. Yeah. It's like when you walk into a room to get something. And you've had such purpose. I've gone all the way upstairs. I've done this. There was an impulse at the beginning of this action to go and get something <laughs> yeah. that, that drove me to stand up onto my two legs, uh, walk all the way upstairs, and I get there and have absolutely no idea what it is. Yeah. Like, it's, it's it, a horrible feeling. It's like when those, you step and there's no uh, step there. Like, it's... Ooh. Yeah, that's the weirdest. I did that last week. I thought there was another step <laughs> at the bottom. And you do that, like... <laughs> giant stomping step and you just look like such <laughs> like a your, clumsy your entire idiot. lower body collapses slightly into itself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised like, I'm getting to the age where like my knee will bust out one day because I'll I'll <laughs> accidentally do that. Those yeah, things well, are trippy though. It's like when you like when you drop the remote or something and it ends up on the back wall underneath the sofa you're like (laughs) what were the physics of that like how did that i dropped it toward the front of the sofa (laughs) and it's all the way back here like what does it have wheels what the hell's going on (laughs) or like when you said when you're looking for something and like you you know you set it down or you put it in this specific drawer and for the life of you, you can't find it and then two hours later there it is yeah, and in the meantime, you found three other things you're looking for two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, there's that coupon and expired two years ago. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah, that stuff is so weird, but it's also like the... I don't I don't know. I mean, that's the fascinating stuff of life. It's like deja vu. Like you just... Mm. That feeling of that experience is is so strong at times. Yeah, definitely. I get that really badly. Like where I'm just like almost to the point where I can now predict what's about to happen. Oh, yeah. But you can't say it. No. Because I'm probably just like actually my brain is on some kind of weird delay somehow where it thinks it's ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. It's so like when I go out with my friends for drinks, like it usually happens when I'm with them, like at one one part of the night, because that's usually the time when I'm sitting around people <laughs> the <laughs> longest and actually conversing with others. And it's like 
yeah, you're on a huge delay, but you're sitting there watching it and you're like, I knew you were going to say that, <laughs> yeah. but I couldn't open my mouth and say, I know what you're about to say next because that would ruin the entire deja vu experience. Like, Yeah, exactly. Uh, I want to fully, uh, I want to be in this. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy this yeah. weird like, quirk of my brain. And then like, you know, right when it ends, you're like, okay, it's over. It's like, that was, that was weird. And it's always like, for me, it always seems to be like 10 to 15 seconds. It's like this little blip. And I don't, I would love to read more about deja vu because that's just one of those phenomenons that's just so bizarre yeah well, it just <laughs> so like, weird is, is reality buffering is that what this is <laughs> yeah <laughs> it makes you think back to like the you say buffering like the aol days when there was like the real-time player you remember oh, that oh yeah yeah like listen to wave files or something it's like buffering and you were so excited because you Waited 40 minutes for (laughs) three seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Jacob. Oh, it was awesome. (laughs) So cool. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be a great day. (laughs) (laughs) So cool. What a time to be alive. (laughs) Oh, the AOL days. Yeah, that was a time to be alive. What a weird entry to the Internet that was. Yeah, but but then when did when did I get to the stage where like even like like a, a page takes longer than like three seconds to load? I'm just like piece of shit. Yeah, absolute piece yeah. of shit. Yes, because <laughs> now like especially folks like us that like our website is our storefront and stuff. Like we, it's it's like one of the golden rules of your website is like if it takes like longer <clears throat> than two to three seconds to load your homepage, like people are. Most likely already gone. Yeah, may as well not exist. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'll click the back and go back to the Google listings, and it's like, holy shit, yeah. I remember, like, you downloaded, uh, like, a pixelated video clip of, like, a sports game or something on AOL, and you'd, you know, you'd set it up, hey, guys, like, it's going to probably take four to six hours for this <laughs> sl- sl- slam dunk video I want to watch to download, so just... Just hang with me. Don't yeah. use the phone. No one use the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, and then they pick up the they pick up the handset. It's like <laughs> <laughs> like the most horrible noise. <laughs> oh, it's so awful, so awful, and like, but that's what's weird. It's like the internet has has obviously like progressed so far past that, but like, and yet fax machines are still an everyday thing that people use. Because it's like, it's what? it's not tied to, it's not tied to anything like online. So there's like, you can't really hack a fax machine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I guess you could, you could act as a person and fax a, you know, a sheet of paper to a specific number. But like, I don't know. It's about as far as it goes, <laughs> I would imagine. Like, so I'd imagine like for people like lawyers or like even like FBI and investigators and stuff like the fax machines are probably their babies when they're communicating <laughs> with certain people. Still right? going like, pretty strong. Yeah. I don't know. We talk about some weird shit. It's so great. <laughs> this episode is wild. Like I love every episode so different. That's why that's why I love doing this. I know. I, chatting I, could, with you. I could not have anticipated that we would end up speaking so much about pole vaulting and fax machines. I mean, what a that's the title of the episode right there. <laughs> Excellent. Pole vaulting and fax machines. Yeah, that is. I mean, that's done. 
That is, this is, I don't know. We're pretty brilliant. I saw we were climbing on iTunes. We're now at uh, number 74,385. Wow. In podcast episodes, yeah, for episode one. That's pretty pretty, cool. Yeah, and that's out, you know, that's out of 75,000. So pretty significant. I'm going to print that out and put it in a frame. Oh, hell yeah. It's, you know. It's uh, it's just we are starting a revolution. <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't print any of like the photographs I've slaved over for many many no, years, but no. that that I'm gonna print. <laughs> yeah, I have it one hundred percent. Like every, <laughs> make, a, make any, a little certificate. <laughs> anything else is just noise. It's a anything else is a waste of time. Yeah, <laughs> completely. Well, um. I mean, I don't have much else. I, I think, like, I don't know. Every episode just keeps getting better, in my opinion. I agree. I but our like, conversations <clears throat> are so good. I feel like if we maybe what we need is some audience participation as well. Like, I'm just speaking to the three and a half people out there. Yeah, yeah. Like, if they want to suggest something that we could talk about, or ask a question of some sort, then we oh, could yeah. bounce off that. So how about we do, for episode five, how about uh, you and I will share on our Instagram stories, like, what's a question or a topic you'd like us to discuss? Yeah, and it can't uh, be photography related. Yeah, it has to be something, yeah, like, not non-standard photography podcast topics, like, just mm. pick anything. Yeah, let's do that. That sounds like fun. Oh, I'm already excited. Yeah, that could be, that's going to be awesome. All right, we're going to do that then. We'll let the audience choose what our next episode is about. Like, <gasps> Choose your own adventure. Yeah. Boom. What the hell was that noise? <laughs> something, I don't know what that was. I, th- I feel like I knocked something off my desk. And it's the remote like, control. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. Oh, my God. My remote control just just bounced 49 feet up against the wall yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay well um well it's been a pleasure as, to chat to you as always yeah as always it's been it's been so great uh i can't wait for episode five now it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome so until next week then yeah yeah right well have a lovely week you do the same and uh i'll see you on episode five hannah okay i'll see you then i can't wait all right can't wait talk to you later bye 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 Bye. and done (laughs) (laughs) 